Chapters 22 Live Numerology Reading. This is where we get together for an hour to discuss numbers, planets, and the tarot cards and how they influence our lives. Energy is energy, no matter how, what modality we use, no matter how we all interpret it, it basically will say the same. So let me introduce our readers today. We have Craylin Christensen, who is our tarot card reader. David Woodbridge, who is the astro numerologist, and I am a numerologist, intuitive numerologist. I'm a, Dorothy, our astrologer, and Adrienne are unable to attend today, but we hope Adrienne is feeling better and we're glad that Dorothy's got a, on vacation. So it's really important to me that I hold a safe and comfortable platform for everybody. We are all on our own journey, but we're all in it together. So please, no judgments on others. It's all about respect and kindness. Housekeeping notes, I'm recording. So please turn your cameras off if that makes you uncomfortable because this will go on YouTube and it will go on my website. If you have any questions, um, just write them in the chat or just raise your hand and we will get to them. We love questions. It keeps the conversation going right so i want to welcome shannon shannon is from new mexico and she her questions are basic love uh work home all of those things um yeah so welcome thanks for having me i'm super excited yeah i am too uh craylin she pulls a card for us every at the start of our group, just to get us going and get the energy moving. So, Crayland, what you got? Okay. Um, are you putting up the card? Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Um, this morning, <coughs> I pulled the three of discs. Um, discs represent your physical stuff that's going on in your life. And this card represents physical persistence tenacity and endurance um it's about giving the works to everything that you're actually doing it's about combining your um i'm sorry i'm <laughs> flipping out here um it's combining your body mind and spirit together so that you can complete and focus on whatever it is that you're doing. Um, it's giving a full commitment to any difficulties, blocks, or negativity that you want to get out of the way. It's operating at a high level of energy and commitment so that once you get clarity on what it is you want to do, you can focus and go in that direction. Um, there's a lot of movement in this card. And uh, it's got some Mars energy to it, which means, you know, you can you can be very strong-willed once you decide what it is you want to do. So that's what that means. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I can see the movement in that card. Yeah. And, okay, so then we have to go to your birth date, which is the number three. Right? Can I just say real quick? Birthday, Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> you just had a birthday. So. Yeah, yes, yes, that's right. 
Yeah. That's right. And th and three is the three is the creative one, right? It's the one who uh, is here to work on self-expression. Well, it is yeah. a creative gift. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's amazing. And Shannon is an artist. Oh, that's, that's what she awesome. does for a living. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is her talents and abilities. Yeah. Uh, David, jump yeah. right in. All right. So Shannon, I I really enjoyed um, taking a look at your both numerology and your astrology. And for those that don't know, the two really work quite well together. So I'm going to do a little bit of numerology and Sue, feel free to pipe in if you have a comment or anything too. Yeah. And you know you've got your own stuff. And, um, and then we'll head on to astrology, just to kind of give you a bit of a flair, okay? So Shannon, when I look, okay, the first thing I do is I look at your core numerology numbers. And the first one is your life path. And this is the major lesson you're learning in this life. It's basically your central focus. And you have a life path of a, of a 20 slash two, okay? And I'm not sure how much you, you know anything about this. Do you know numerology or astrology? Just a little bit? Tiny bits. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the coolest thing about the two, um, a lot of what comes through, I'll just start a little higher up, that comes through for you is you are a natural leader, okay, in your own right, in a lot of different ways. I saw this mm -hmm. in the letters of your name. I see it here in the numerology. I absolutely see it in your astrology. But here is the one thing, and we've had this on here before, okay? You don't lead, like, and, and, and you're going to have, and I'm going to get into your astrology, which I think you'll find interesting too, but as a two, okay, you're called to be more what I call a diplomat. And so you lead by persuasion. You're not the one necessarily at the front of the room saying this is how it's going to be or being very creative and nice about it. You're usually within a group and you come up with these incredible ideas and you communicate very well. It's very much in your numerology and astrology. Um, but you're the one that presents these ideas and, and have a natural flow for people to follow you, okay? Much like when we think of a diplomat in the U.S. with another country, right? So you have that, you know, that persuasive ability is what, if, you're, if that's something that you're working on or have worked on, or if you feel that's been your experience, you can let me know. But that is coming through very strong with this. A two is about relationship, cooperation, coming together, okay? Um, so I found that very interesting and, and feel free to, you know, pipe in. Has this been kind of what you've experienced or? I, um, I feel like I've been called to become a leader, to like step into that role in some way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for, for me, my sort of comfort zone is around leading by example versus actually like stepping out, you know, and leading in other ways. So. Oh, okay. Well, it kind of fits. I think that kind of goes right. with it. Yes. Um, so I'll just simply, okay, so another core number, and then I'm going to head on over to astrology real quick, is the expression. And this is, talks about your natural abilities, okay, and how kind of you show up in the world to a certain degree. Now, I got a five, a 14-5, mm -hmm. and five is about constructive freedom. And, I'll, you know, you're very good at what you do. That is one thing that just shouts out. You're very talented, very versatile from what I can see here. And you have a nice success with working with people uh, to a certain degree. So that seems to be coming out. And you have kind of both sides of the coin with a five. You're fun-loving, but yet you can be very analytical. You can be what they call clever. 
So, you know, you're enthusiastic and progressive. One thing uh, with a 14.5, okay, many times it's called the media number because it signifies magnetic communication with the public and it can be however it is, through writing, publishing, internet, television, movies, however you work it. But it can be through art, putting your art out there as well. So this is, um, and that comes through now, that's an expression number. So that, that's a strong part of who you are and it very much you're projecting that out into the world, okay? So with that, I'm gonna kind of leave the rest of, the, of this here with numerology for a minute. And let's pipe on over to astrology. <laughs> All right. So with astrology, I'm gonna focus more on your ascendant and your sun because they, they really focus a lot on relationships, okay? So in astrology, one of the, one of astrology, think of a pie and it's, it's in 12 pieces and each of those pieces represents a house and each of the house has a meaning. Your sun is in the seventh house of relationships in Leo. <laughs> okay so when we look at that the sun in leo we're talking we're it's you're very motivated normally okay and you're very you have a desire to be to a degree the center of attention okay that just goes and that's fine that's what leo's about okay and i mean we all you know in life we have to have leaders right and we have to have people who follow not everyone's a leader so don't this is not a bad thing it's a good thing okay you can project authority you have it and it's natural. And I will just, I'm going to, uh, here's the astro-neurology of me. I'm going to skip back your, your first letter and your first vowel all scream leader, just so you know, mm -hmm. your S and your A. Okay. So now back to astrology. Okay. So your son is in Leo, but your son is in the seventh house. Everything regarding planets and the sign is all about relationships. Okay. So your son in the seventh house is basically you're gaining your best foot forward in gaining recognition, both from a business and professional perspective and a personal perspective, your strength comes from partnerships, okay? Mm -hmm. Coming together. Now, remember what I said about the life path too? There you go. It's it's about partnerships. See how this all comes together. And the Tarot, by the way, numerology is the foundation for Tarot. So, I mean, we're all in the same wheelhouse. Right. Okay. I didn't know that, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's all, you know, you know, different flavors. You can't do anything without numbers. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's a universal language. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and I don't want to hog the, the stage here, but I will finish this thought for you. Um, so we've got your son in Leo and your son is in the seventh house. And we talked a little bit about you are best with, in, you know, your best step forward is in relationships. Now, the challenge that I'm seeing is you also have that wonderful South Node in Leo. And South Node is a lot about past lives coming in. And the challenge in the seventh house, and it was the challenge for the last lady that we talked about last time, she had her South Node in the seventh house as well, just a different sign. But what that means, a lot of times you might experience some difficulties in partnerships when that sign is there. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you are, it seems very romantic because you've got Venus sitting right there as well. And all these are very close together in that house, which means they, they actually have quite a bit of energy in your life. Okay. Now I'm going to quickly, so opposed to that, so go back to your pie in the first house and the first house is about self. Okay. You're uh, and your first house, you have the North node and that's what you're working toward, right? That's so it's always, uh, always directly opposed to your south node. 
So the south node is what we're comfortable with. It's usually what we bring into the life. Your north node is what you're working toward. And what's going on with your north node in Aquarius is, you know, first of all, you very much have the ability to make, make it through life on your own efforts, okay? When you think of Aquarius, what we're thinking about um, usually is they're independent. They can be eccentric, which goes with your art, I believe. You can be detached. Now, remember, this is all in the first house of self. So this is kind of all about you, as they say, Shannon. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so um, now, and here's another interesting little fact. It doesn't mean you can't have romance by any stretch, but friendships are actually your most important relationship in your life. Okay. So, and we all have value systems and we all come through. So what I'm nicely trying to say here is um, these two forces are kind of strung together, if you will, because they're opposed to one another and they're kind of doing this. So on the one hand, and you're, you're, the lesson, a little bit of the lesson with this is you're going to have to learn to be kind of this independent, you know, stand on your own two feet and, and really work group-wise where your Leo is wanting you to stand up and be this leader, but it's at least, it, it's telling you it's in a relationship. So you have to give up control as the one leader and really grab hold of the fact that you can be a leader, but it's as more of a diplomat within a group, okay? Mm -hmm. And I would say from a relationship perspective, it's gonna take a little bit of work and I can see, I don't know what if, if you're in a relationship now or if you, okay. I, a lot of this is kind of probably where this is coming from. If you wanna give it a, you know, a, a modality reason. <laughs> um, this is good, that's kind of where, cause you have the eccentric independent artistic side over here in the first house of self, you're kind of detached. And then your son is in the seventh house of relationships, basically saying with that south node, there can be a lot of difficulties. Does that make sense? Kind yeah, of? it does. It seems oh. like like oscillation, right? Between kind of. Yes, they got a push and pull. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it almost sounds like your relationship needs to come from a friendship. That's how it's going to start. You got to develop that friendship in order to bring it further. The other thing I would say, based on what I've seen um, in a, a relationship, we'll go with a romantic relationship, your best bet, and this would be normal, but especially for you being the Leo, the son and Leo, you have to be able to respect that person. And you have to give them a little bit of room to be that too, because they're going to be a lot like you in some respects, you know, if, if, if this is to work, right? Yeah, I feel uh, that. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'll, I'll leave that. And I don't want to hog the floor. So I'm going to let Sue, do you have? Praylin has her oh, hand up. So let's, let's see what the card says. Thank you so much. Oh, sure. Okay. Pulled the queen of swords. Um, and she's about becoming authentic, uh, becoming and not being afraid to present that authentic self out in the world. A lot of times, um, for whatever reason, we will put up some kind of a mask because internally we're a little bit afraid to let people really see who we are. So at this point in time, I'm saying that it appears it's time for you to rise above everybody else. That's what the cloud's all about. And to allow yourself to be yourself when you're out in groups. So that calling that you may have that's kind of pulling at you to be more involved this is the way you do it 
you have to be yourself. You can't mm -hmm. right. hide be behind other feelings or emotions or or whatever. So I'm hoping <laughs> that um, you will be able to allow yourself to be true to yourself with this card. Thank you. Yeah, I'm feeling that for sure. Shannon, Shannon, when I put your life path two together and your expression five is such a highly sensitive, empathic, loving person. And the five is about experiencing life through your senses. It's about movement. You have to continually move, right? You have to be uh, when you walk into the room, you're the observer, you're the quiet one. It's reading everybody's energy. Now, there's also in your expression number is the 14.5, which would talk to me about there's been some type of loss of freedom here that you're working through. This is a past life thing that's going on. You need, to, and it doesn't stay with you forever. You need to break away from it. Now, this could be external, it could be internal, right? You could be holding yourself back or you could be, or somebody could be holding you back. But the bottom line is to work on that freedom, to be able to uh, step outside of the box and um, have that movement that you so love. You don't, I mean, look how many times you've moved. That's so important to you. <laughs> Right? Yes. Yes. Now, definitely itching for the next one. <laughs> yes. You're, you, like David said, you're fun loving. You have a, a great sense of humor, but you just, you hold everything inside. You don't, um, you don't allow yourself to, to present it. But I think that's all changing. You have that one challenge, which is saying, Time to stand on your own two feet. These are roadblocks, right? And every once in a while, it's going to hit you, and you some, but something's going to challenge you that you need to um, stand in your own power. And but the energy is there to help you do that. You're doing. There's a lot of changes. There's a lot of cycles, David. You see those too, I'm sure. A lot of cycles that are starting to change uh, around 2024. Although you're feeling them right now because. The universe never just throws us into anything, even though sometimes we feel like it is, it um, it's acclimating you to what's coming up. And, and the next cycle that you're in is that eight, which is about money and power. And, but it's also, remember the money truck just doesn't back up. And I say that Jennifer's with us. So I say that because we always are laughing about that. Uh, you have to work very hard to get it. You will be working to to um, um, to get this money, but it's all there. It's there. The energy is setting you up for there. Your maturity number, I hope I'm not confusing people, is the seven. And this is we at a certain age, we add the life path and the expression together to see what's happening when we retire, what's happening when we get older in life. And the seven is spirituality. And I know that you're working very hard on that right now. Shannon just completed a breath work. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. I just, yeah, breath work detox um, teacher training. Yeah, it's lit me up. 
There yeah. you go. There yeah. you go. So it's time now to step outside of the box. It's time now to start moving forward, empowering yourself. Uh, and the sensitivity is hard because it's real. I mean, there's anxiety that, that comes from that. So it's it's a matter of embracing that and trying to learn how to work with it, which you have all your life, because is your life back. Mm. Now, the 20 is is what we would say it's like birthing it's very painful a lot of a lot of things sometimes time consuming but the end result is amazing so keep moving forward keep following your dreams because it's all reality it's all set up in the charts david sees it i see it yes yeah yeah, yeah. and and i think it's go i think the trail is leading you towards the spirituality the seven mm -hmm. Oh, seven, for sure. Yeah, seven loves to research. It likes to look at things on a deeper level. It likes the mysteries of life. It's not always satisfied with what's being presented directly to it. So it needs to, to understand it on a deeper level. You have to be careful of um, your trust issues. Don't just, just sometimes that seven will kind of pull those out. So um, and I, I always say, I don't necessarily wonder if it's, you don't trust the person. I think it's more like you don't trust what's being presented to you because you've got to understand it on a deeper level and in your way. So, and which you don't mind doing. You don't mind yeah, doing. that's a really good point to, to, to be able to take that deeper, to really understand it. Kind of like what I was talking about, embodying that energy. Right. You know? Correct. Okay. <laughs> it's all lining up. It's all lining up. It's yeah. it's very cool. Praylen. Hi. We have another oh. sword. Oh. Mastery swords. Um actually you got the princess um of swords. So mm -hmm. we've had the queen and now we have the princess. And the the princess is the master of practical thinking. Um she uh, likes to apply tangible and, and do things in a productive way. Um, the thing is that she's a mood fighter um, and she, she fights to get clarity of mind. And sometimes there's dust storms that are causing her issues, which means, you know, sometimes you get a little pulled in, um, maybe a little depressed and this card says you do have the ability to pull yourself out of that by whacking away at the mood um, and finding different routes or different ways of thinking so that you can actually um, rise above the mood and do what you need to do. Um, there really aren't any numbers attached to mastery cards. What they basically are are cards that there are three different types of cards in the deck. You have the trump cards, which are the big overview pictures of things. Then you have mastery cards, meaning you've done the work. So you're a master at this particular thing. So having the queen of swords and the princess of swords means you've done a lot of work um, in the area of how you think. So you've got those tools already inside 
that you can draw upon to get yourself out of when you're in a moody place. Um, and you're at the point now with everything you've learned that you can allow yourself to be who you really are. Now, the third, the third ones are stepping stones. And the first card I pulled, the three of discs was a stepping stone, meaning it's a small thing. You know, we generally work on it and it happens fairly quickly. And then we move on to what's ever coming up next. So giving it the works is an attitude that you need to have currently to be able to move forward. Right. But the mastery cards are things that, that you've already know how to do and work with. Mm. That's wonderful. Thank you, Graylin. Mm -hmm. The other thing about that three is three is about the idea, right? You can't build from a three. That comes from the idea, but you got to have the idea before you can make the building, before you can can jump forward, right? Yeah. David, what you got? Yeah, I have, okay, so let's talk pinnacles. <laughs> um, so Shannon, you're, you just turned 52, am I correct? I do believe, yes. yes. Okay, you are on the cusp. You're finishing at the third pinnacle of a five. And we've talked a little bit about, I, you know, your expression being a 14, five, that type of thing. From a financial perspective, though, when you turn 53, you're entering your fourth pinnacle, which is an eight. And I think that's what Sue was potentially bringing Correct. in. And that's a really nice, that, that eight pinnacle, that's your last one for your life. And this is all about material wealth. And this is about growth. And as she said, it's a lot of work. But this is also, um, you know, you have vision with that and you have a sense of power and effectiveness that and a clarity that I think will help you down that road, you know, for the most part. Now, when you look at an eight, you also have to look at a one now and again, because the one is about independence, right? And what I'm seeing for you is one of your lessons, and it kind of comes back, um, it's both in your astrology and in your numerology is, and it, I'm sure you've been feeling some of this, but you know, you are definitely here to be able to stand on your own two feet. Um, so you have you have what I think is kind of an interesting um, setup. On the one hand, your best effect is to work in groups. On the other hand, you are absolutely here to be able to stand on your own two feet, okay? Mm -hmm. And understand that you can do that. So it is something, you know, it's, it's kind of diving into the, you know, sectoring out in your life, but um, you're a very, very capable person based on all the astrology and numerology. Um, and I think down deep, I, I surely, I, I know you know this, but it's just, sometimes it's good to hear it. You are, whether you find a romantic partner or not, or a partnership or whatever, you're fine. You're going to be mm -hmm. good. And the eight will, will certainly help financially. Now, having said all that, <laughs> I actually do have some dates for you that are potential roman romance. <laughs> there you go. See? Not all bad. I like it. Bring it on, David. <laughs> this month in particular is very good for romance. August in 2023. Um, October, November of 2023 is also very good. And October is an interesting month in general. October is usually very representative of what 2024 is going to be like. So in all aspects of what's coming for you. So October is, you know, like a one, if you want to look at it as 10 slash one, that's kind of new beginning. So take a, you know, it's always good to take a quick, you know, really think about what's going on in that month because it could really represent where you're going as well. Uh, but good for romance. November is also good for romance. 
you 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 really lined up career pretty well, Shannon. I mean, you know, you got a few chances. <laughs> and I'll give you a couple more dates in 2024 in case something doesn't quite work. So February of 2024 and July as well. So I think you've got, you know, some opportunities. I kind of foresee some of this might be coming in a little bit, maybe through work, maybe not, but maybe yeah. through work, there could be someone kind of presenting themselves. Yeah. All right. I agree with that, David. With yeah. that eight, it, it's all about work and, and what you're doing for a living. So that's where everything comes together. Yes. I agree with that. That's good. Very good. Yeah. So. Erlen, I see you giggling. You got something? <laughs> uh, I hadn't yet, but yeah, I was liking what I was hearing. Oh. <laughs> um, partially because I am a 20 slash two. My birthday is the 14th of August. Ah. So when he's talking about numbers, oh. I oh, those might be applicable to me too. <laughs> right. And I do know that in October, I'm making a huge move from Kansas City to Astoria, Washington. So I'm in the process of, of doing that. And um, that was one of the things he said that, you know, we're setting up stuff. So yeah, that's why I was giggling. Yes, in um, <laughs> October too, it's really good that you think about your goals. You're yeah. changing a whole new panic, uh, epicycle next mm -hmm. year. And you goes one through nine. You've got nine years to work through what you start on in the first year. So really important that you do a lot of really deep thinking of where you want to be by the age of, uh, by 2032. That will be <laughs> the end of that pentacle. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, epicycle. Right. I can't, I agree with you, Sue. I can't stress enough the importance mm -hmm. of one year. Okay. Right. And because that is, you know, that's a whole new ball game, as they mm -hmm. say. So, in, in numerology, you have nine-year epicycles, right? And you're coming to the end of your year in your nine year. So this year is all about putting things to bed, putting thing endings, cleaning yes. up what hasn't been done. And that's are, very important. You is. gotta clean those closets out. Can't bring in new unless you right. <laughs> I'm right there with you. So yeah. I'm in a nine year. Um, <laughs> but when I'm going, you know, like the screens. But anyway, when we're talking about um, a one year, I, it really is important to be ready because it's a new energy. It's a new part of your life. It's expected that new and it's going to be a, probably a very uh, quick year usually because two years slow you down, but your first year is very quick and there's going to be a lot going on. So just know that that is coming for you. And I think it's something that um, I can't, I just can't stress enough. I have several friends right. who are in one years and they're all living it. So yeah. Yes. Very much so. You have to feel bad for the people that don't know and don't embrace it. Exactly. Because if you know it and you see all these things, because things will be put in your path too. So, I mean, it's not just all you're doing, which most of it is, but there's also things are coming in. So very important to step outside of the box and just really embrace the new. Don't be afraid of it. Craylen. Okay, I did pull one more card, and it is another mastery card. Wow. So that's unusual. Um, in these readings, I don't normally pull three mastery cards. No. You know? No. Um, this one is actually a disc, and it is the princess of discs. 
I never can turn these cards right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> she has a story. Um, and basically, her story is about having to go through a, like a, a briar forest. Very difficult to get through. Takes a lot of time. Can be very painful if your path is kind of blocked because then you get picked, you know, pricked and poked and, you know, it's difficult. But she has finally made it out of that forest. And as she's progressing, um, she's looking for balance. You know, the yin and the yang is finally coming up. And if you look at her, um, it's a little hard to tell in this, but she is actually pregnant with creative ideas. Ooh. She's she's uh, about seven months pregnant so that, um, you know, she's not quite ready to pop yet. But she is developing more and more ideas yeah. about what it is she wants to do and where she was headed now that she doesn't have this massive forest blocking her way. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. I would definitely say that this, you know, just enhances what we said about the swords. You know, not only mentally are you making all these breakthroughs and know how to do it, but you also know how to do it on a physical basis. But it's a process that you're working on and could take a couple more months, so to speak, to really get to the peak of your new creative ideas. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's because the, the 20 is about birth, right? It's that, that pain that we have to go through to, to get to the to, to get to the best results ever, which mm -hmm. is the briar patch. And then next year is the one so again it's about really analyzing things right now and getting rid of what you what's no longer serving you because um you can't take it with you in 2024 you got to start the new the other thing i noticed craylin was um you pulled two discs and two swords those are very strong strong um suits right yeah well the discs is about the tangible physical world that we live in and how we move through it and what we accomplish. Whereas swords are how we think. And, mm. um, you know, not, not only do swords affect our, our mental thoughts, but they also affect everything else because the way we think affects our emotions. It affects how we feel. It affects how we move forward on things. It will block us at times, depending on, if we're running old tapes that we're trying to get rid of. Um, I think you probably know about the old tapes. It's stuff that you maybe learned in childhood or, you know, you bumped up against in your teenage years and you get into certain situations and bam, you're thinking negativity. You know, mm -hmm. I can't do this because, and it, those tapes need to be erased and worked on and let go of. It's not easy. I can tell you after pushing over 70 years through those blasted tapes that <laughs> um, some of them are really, really hard to let go of. You know, addictions basically come from emotional and, and psychological tapes. And we really have to be determined to rethink about those things and push through. But it's also how we think about our personal self and our personal self-worth. And that's why at this point in time, it's really important 
for you to put your arms around who you truly are and let people see that part of you. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Do you have any anything you'd like to say, Shannon, on that? Um, just that everything's ringing true for me right now, and I've been everything that you're saying, and uh, I've really been through some shit. Yeah. 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 And I'm now like I can see the light. It's um I'm just I, I'm all lit up. I'm super excited. I, I feel all these things are coming. Yeah, see, that's that briar patch that she's talking about. You really yeah. had to work through that. And I still also have more to clean up. So just like you yeah. know what you're talking about, you know, clean your closets and yeah. right. I'm still purging a lot of things. So right. um making space for the new to come in right the energy is supporting that i mean it's supporting you it's pushing you to do that and it's really going to come to fruition in september Mm, once the nine that nine matches your nine personal year so so it's just it's really going to say okay let's do it now so that like david said in october is the one the new be- the new beginnings and it, this doesn't you know the new beginnings don't have to be huge it could be the a way you're thinking about something it can yeah. be huge it can be a, a move it can be a new class that you're taking or a jump start on on your spiritual work there are spiritual teachers that will come to you so always be watching for them and that doesn't mean huge you know like gurus or 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 whatever it it can be people putting um blocks of information within you that you carry on i'm going to do something different that i haven't never done before but i know these two ladies so jennifer i wonder if you jump on just a bit and tell us how you think you hear the reading with shannon do you mind that shannon oh no i don't mind if she's there she, she might know. She's probably out getting coffee. Oh, there she oh, is. No, I'm coming. I'm back. Okay, here I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious what you what you hear. Because sometimes we don't necessarily always see our own energy. It's people around us that, that can see what we're saying that matches. Yeah, I've known Shannon for a long time now. I've known her for several years. And I just, I'm getting just as excited by the reading um, because I... I've watched her work so hard. We are in a lot of the same classes and we have, we share some mentors and, um, and just lately before this reading, like she, I've noticed her come out of her shell and like posting on Instagram and putting herself out there as a healer. And, um, I, you know, as outsider, you know, when we know our friends, we know they have it inside them and, but they have to see it and she's seeing it. And I just find it so exciting. (laughs) So happy for her. Yeah. It is wonderful. It's wonderful because I think that two life path as has held you back a little bit because of all the sensitivity that you carry and the need to take care of everybody else beside you. So that one challenge is challenge that's there is saying, go for it. It's all about you now. It's all about you. And and when you do that, then everything will come into place, right? You have to take care of you. You know, 
The one thing I want to put in here too is that now that you've passed your quote 50th birthday, you know, you're coming into your own as a wise woman. And the information you have is very critical and important, especially now in these times, that we're all out there supporting and lifting up and helping people embrace their spirituality and um, their attachment to the universe in whatever form that takes. Yeah, um, we're getting a little bit of static. I'm yeah. sorry, Lynn. Yeah, uh, I don't know what is coming from. Do, I, I don't mean to, could you um, just mute yourself, Jennifer, and see if that's it? I think it sorry. might be. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no worries. No worries. I'm sorry. And that's not it. It's still there. It's still there. Oh. Sharon, do you mind muting yourself to see? Yeah, let me see. Oh, gosh. Come on, come on. <laughs> oh, it's gone. It's gone. No. There we go. Well, we'll see. Okay. It's gone. There we go. Thank, um, thank you, Sharon. <laughs> thank you, David. Oh, sure. Prelude. <laughs> what I was saying was it all garbled. <laughs> Um, no, it wasn't. It was a background noise. Okay, you know I'm I'm big on when women approach and enter their wise woman state. Um, the word crone, which has been used in the past, I know has a current kind of negative connotation, but um, that was the embodiment of. Uh, accepting all the lessons that we've been working on and actually finally we're at a spot where we're not responsible for kids you know and we can move forward and just be who we are and and really make new inroads to that new opportunity for us because we no longer have to quote be such a caregiver to everybody else you know, transferring that caregiving to yourself is really important right now. Um, so that's what I needed to say. <laughs> All right. Can I, uh, Sue, yeah, are you please. Gonna... No, oh, please, okay. David. All right. Shannon, there's a little exercise that might be helpful for you. Um, have you learned anything about your higher self? Has that come up in anything that you've been doing or? Um. I mean, I don't have any specifics. It's more just around the fact that I'm spending more time uh, tapping into my higher self and okay. wanting okay. to, you know, and listening to my intuition, like, and, mm -hmm. and, and taking action, you know, when I hear, <laughs> when I hear whatever's comes in. Well, what the exercise I'm thinking for you is one, I think 30,000 feet up, okay? And you're looking down at you. And we're gonna take the emotion out of this, okay? Which is not easy for you because you've got your moon in your 12th house. That's a very sensitive, emotional placement. But if you were writing your little story and you're thinking and you're looking forward and you're not emotional and you're just looking at Shannon and think in terms of how, think of like a storyline and how is that going to turn out? One of the biggest things people don't do, sometimes if you can project out, as they say, go to the end and look back if that makes sense. Yeah. And start, you know, looking at things in that lens. It may not be easy at first, but it might help you give, you know, get some objectivity on some of this that's, that you're going through, you know, especially with 
when you're swirling in a nine in a one year, which can be a lot of stuff going on. You're putting away some yeah. stuff, putting up other stuff. But I do have another, a couple comments about a little different. One of the things in both numerology and astrology for you that are blaring is your leadership ability. Now, um, it talks about that, obviously, you know, even your ascendant is a Capricorn, right? And Capricorns are leaders, they're detached, they're responsible, they're disciplined, uh, can be traditional, although with your Aquarius in that first house, that's a little bit of a question. But um, they're also very earthy. And the cardinal, it's a cardinal sign and cardinals are leaders, okay? You've got your sun in Leo right there. You've got a fire sign, um, you know, in Leo, which is, and you're a sun, you're a leader right there. Now, it might be a diplomatic leader, but you're still a leader, right? You've got the your first vowel, or excuse me, your first letter of your name is S, and that's a 19-1 is a number. There's a one for you. You're, you can be an emotional leader, very creative, dramatic, you know, ambitious, independent, courageous. Okay, a lot of independence in your numbers and, and in your, you know. And then you've got your vowel, A, which is a dynamic leader. Okay, you can be assertive, ambitious, here again, adventurous, progressive. All these come together and all these are energy and these are energy representing you. So what I'm saying by all this is lean into that. It's blaring, it's like the volume's on high. So it's meant to be, you are exactly where you're supposed to be, right? So really take that in and see in a bit of that exercise I was talking about, maybe look at some of these different filters of yourself and see how that can kind of come to pass, so to speak if that makes sense. Yes, love it. Okay, so I will leave you with that for now. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful, Good. wonderful. Um, I'm wondering if Sharon or Jennifer or Bev, if you have any questions, this is a good time for you to jump in and ask um, either to Sharon, uh, Shannon or um, to us, either way would be good. Um... Jennifer. <laughs> I, I guess this is my first experience, you know, trying to, you know, understand numerology and astrology and um, just listening to, you know, you guys give Shannon, Shannon a lots and lots of feedback. And I'm like, okay, some things I can, you know, pick out and like, okay, that's kind of like yeah. me in a sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. So with the healing and trying to shed away so much um that I endure over the years um I'm at that point in my life where I'm really healing and trying to be in my own you know besides hiding mm -hmm. behind someone else yeah. or the shadows and whatnot and I'm pretty much like wow they're talking about me <laughs> in a sense yeah that's very cool and a numerology or astrology reading will help you to understand that better so that you can you can embrace it rather than wonder why those things are happening. Yeah. 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 Good morning, Bev. Good morning. <clears throat> How are you this morning? Way out there in Washington, <laughs> Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. So I'm awake and it's raining. It's raining. <laughs> it doesn't normally rain here. In the, anyway, so it's kind of refreshing. But what I wanted to say, really, um, Shannon, is um, I'm pretty new to this intuitive stuff, although 
everyone is telling me that I'm not. Um, <laughs> but yeah. it's sort of like stepping out with it. And what I get and what I have gotten this whole time from you is you you have this light. Mm -hmm. You just have this light about you. And yeah. um, it's shining so brightly that I can't see much else. So mm -hmm. your light. And then the thing you say is you feel lit up. Well, that's what I'm definitely experiencing. So whatever it is that you are feeling, it looks good on you. So oh. congratulations for that. Oh, Bev, that's wonderful because we're all seeing that light. Yes. yes. It's really beautiful. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're really quite a lady. And I believe that you've worked very hard to get to where you are right now. And now it's time for you to take it out into the mm -hmm. world and share with everybody because like uh, Craylin said, there's so many people that need us right now. So many people that, that just need that encouragement and love um, to help them understand what's going on within them. Yeah. How do you, how do you plan to take this? What, what, what's your next step? Um, well, I there's something coming up around that where I feel like I'm uh, not really sure. And yet I'm also very sure. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really just taking it one step at a time and just putting myself out there. Um, and like I said, too, like listening to my intuition more and following, following the guidance. Um, but yeah. The breath work has really been one of the primary things that has really lit me up. And so I feel like I would love to take that further. Um, but I'm also, um, I'm, I also love Reiki and I love the coaching. So what I've been doing lately is just practicing with like creating hybrid sessions for people. And that's been going really well. Um, and then uh, I'm also an artist. So I want to be able to eventually find a way so that I can actually do all of the things, but in a very, you know, um, in a very <laughs> intentional and focused way and yeah. balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do classes now? Breathwork classes? Um, I've only just worked one-on-one -on -one with some people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I will be in one of your classes when you start. Yeah. I, I, I was planning on inviting <laughs> you anyway. <laughs> yeah i'd love that i'd love that uh jennifer you have anything you'd like to add well i apologize i i had to hop on 15 minutes late um but what i've heard what i've taken away is that shannon has worked through so much and this is her nine year and she's why okay so endings and completions i'm i'm really curious about like her one year and like mm -hmm. what is coming down the pike for her because mm -hmm. we oh. all go to our charts yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh kaylin has got something <laughs> yeah well Kralin, all right kaylin you go 
Normally, I don't pull a fourth card. However, <laughs> um, because we're nice. running a little bit short on people today and we have a little extra time, I did. And again, this is another disc. This is what I call a stepping stone. And this is called Prudence. It is an eight and it's a sun sign. So, you know, yay, Leo. Um, what this is all about is you've got, you have planted the plant. All the fruit is growing on this tree, but it's not quite ripe yet. You're still working on allowing it to get a little bit riper. So know you've done your work. Know that, it, you know, you're progressing to be able to harvest everything you've done, but mm. it may not happen tomorrow. You know, it takes a little bit of time. Um, you're working toward that now. So this for me is kind of confirming that you've taken the proper steps and it's all there ready yeah. for you, but it has to mature a little bit more mm -hmm. before you're ready to step out um, and, and feel really comfortable within yourself. So do more practicing, do work with people so that you, you get that validation that what you're doing is really working and it and it's really helpful. And once you get there, then you got the tiger by the tail, honey. <laughs> I, I see from um, January to your birthday next year, uh, or all year, there's change coming in. There's expansion, there's movement that's all around you in 2024. Uh, and, this, and this is on the physical plane. So this is interesting. Now, from January to your birthday, in the emotional, mental, spiritual, it's very deep thinking. You're, you're really grasping the seven energy and you're working on your spirituality. A lot more responsibility coming in. And it can revolve around relationships or family. There's a change within that because it's a 15-6. Um, but the overall energy from January to your birthday brings in people, friends, movement, creativity. So it, it's after your birthday, again, the, that physical plane is the five changes. Mental, emotional is the nine. You really let go of something. And then... Um, the factor of those two is a 17-8. So you're bursting the 17-8. You got one and an eight with that seven sitting in the middle that was bursting out of the material world. You're really starting to embrace yourself and what you're doing. And the overall is the five. It's changed. It's a glorious year coming up. Mm -hmm. A lot of movement around you. Yes. Yeah. All right. I, I have a few things too for 2024 for you. It looks like March is when you're going to lay a, your foundation for whatever changes you're you're really going to make. And that's when things really begin to kind of pop, so to say. Mm -hmm. And then April is talking about a little bit about um, potential change in residence or in career. So it could be, you know, either one, but it could be the addition of whatever you're doing, or it could be a total turn of the turn of the wheel or opening of a door, you know, that type of thing. Um it says here, July and August mark a time when you will see everything kind of come together. The fruits of your labors are finally going to be seen. 
And October of that year is when it's like a major turn of events for you. So that mm -hmm. October is just in general are all about the next year. But generally speaking, you do see an opening, you know, um, of things in that in that month. So that's kind of what, you know, it can be a little bit emotional. It can be a little bit of a bumpy ride for you. But I think as long as you're very clear about you know, what you're thinking. Um, and a nine year is the perfect time to plan for that. It's very, in fact, it's made for that. I would, that's why I was saying it's really good. You know, that exercise I was talking about might be very helpful for you as you're entering that one year and kind of start doing some of that now. Yeah, start it now. That's what I was, that's what just came in, start it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I think that hopefully that helps a little bit. Oh but the, the thing you have to remember is the one is helping you. Yes. It's not, it's not a reason if, if you resist it, then of course that's going to cause you trouble. But if you embrace it and allow it to help you, it's going to catapult you. Okay. And, and it's, it's interesting, David, April, May, and June. So I do a handwritten, where uh, okay, a yeah. handwritten thing. And I see April, May, and June. I've highlighted those for 2024, especially May. May yeah. is a big change coming in for you. So yeah. and what I would say with all of this is, you know, as I said, initially, you've got a one, not just the one year coming, but you've got one built in for you as you're, you know, as part of who you are right now. And all this leadership ability that you, it's ingrained in you. Okay. So I guess what I, the advice I can see, it's all within you. You can do all this. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of you, you know, making it happen. Okay. And that's, there's a shift there. Not everyone gets that. So <laughs> this is the part of your life that you got to cling to, right? Because you've got it. It's just a matter of you pushing the button and getting things going. Most definitely. Okay. Wow. Our hour is up. Oh, Shannon, wow. do you have any words for us? I'm just so grateful. Thank you all so much. I mean, come on. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. Thank you for that. That's what a what a testimonial that is. It really helps to have a reading, doesn't it? It really helps to to be able to understand the energy around you because it doesn't go away. So if we can embrace it and learn from it and get what we can out of it, then boom, I can't wait to see what comes forward next year for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank everybody for coming. Again, if you're interested in in uh, getting a reading, contact me um, through healingnumbers22 uh, at Gmail. Our next reading will be August 18th. And I'm hoping it's Kelly, Craylin, your friend Kelly. But I can't. Okay. She, I haven't received the form back yet. I've. I've All right, I'll talk to her about that today. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, if not, I have other people that are willing, really want to jump in. So, um, we certainly will have another meeting on August eighteenth. So, I want everybody to take care, share the light, right? Stay positive and happy throughout this turmoil of the world right now so that we can take that out to other people. Shannon, blessing, blessing to, to read for you. Thank you all. Thank you everybody for joining. Love you Bye all. Bev. Bye Sharon. Thank Bye. you. <laughs>